0: Today on Current Topics in Science, we have the honor of hosting Professor Edgar Andrews. Professor Andrews is a former professor of material at the University of London and an international expert on the science of polymers or large molecules. Professor Andrews has a Bachelor of Science degree in theoretical physics from the University of London, a PhD in applied physics and he also has a Doctorate in Science in the Physics of Polymeric Materials. Professor Andrews is also a Fellow of the Institute of Physics, a Fellow of the Institute of Materials, Minerals and Mining, a Chartered Engineer, and a Chartered Physicist. Professor Andrews published his first anti-evolution book, From Nothing to Nature, back in 1978, which has been translated into 10 foreign languages. He's also the author of several other books, such as Who Made God, A Glorious High Throne, What Is Man, Adam, Alien, or Ape, Free in Christ, God, Science, and Evolution, Christ in the Cosmos, The Spirit Has Come, and he's published over 100 scientific research papers. For many years, he was a consultant for Dow Chemical Company in the USA and to the 3AM Company in the USA. Professor Andrews was a non-executive director of Denneby PLC throughout the 1970s and for five years a member of the scientific advisory board of Nesti Oy, the national oil company in Finland. He also acted for many years as an expert scientific witness in a variety of cases in the British High Court and in the course of the United States of America and Canada. In September of 1972, he was one of four specially invited speakers at the dedication symposium of the Michigan Molecular Institute, two of the others being Nobel laureates Paul Florey and Melvin Calvin. At the Oxford Union Huxley Memorial Debate in 1986, he debated with Richard Dawkins on the motion that the doctrine of creation is more valid than the theory of evolution. Professor Andrews serves as co-pastor of the campus church, of the United Kingdom, and he's happily married to his beloved. Now, without further ado, good morning. Professor Andrews, how was your day and how are you doing?
1: Good morning. Thank you very much. It's very good so far and hoping to get better as we proceed.
0: Amen. And since this is Current Topics in Science, we'll quickly look at this week's current topic. According to Mr. Kumar, a Christian Post contributor, new study shows 60% spike in class time devoted to evolution in the last 12 years. He went on to report the class hours devoted to the teaching of human evolution in U.S. public schools rose by 60% from 2007 to 2019, while the percentage of teachers who didn't cover creationism or intelligent design at all increased by 7%. Professor Andrews, as someone who's argued that the doctrine of creation is more valid than the theory of evolution, what do you think of this increase in class time devoted to teaching the evolutionary theory?
1: Well, of course, we have exactly the same phenomenon in in the UK. Uh, There was a time when people like myself could get uh, a hearing for our creationist views on the national radio Uh, but that time has long gone and only um, I think it's four or five years ago the British government mandated that the theory of evolution must be taught to school children of all ages even the infants uh, and there's no question that, that the theory of evolution has uh, has taken over the intellectual high ground in Western civilization. It's not true all through the world, but certainly in the states and in UK and in most of Europe, uh, evolution is king. Now, how? Did this come about? I think this is the more interesting question and uh, my suggestion, my statement in fact, is that it all begins with the fall of man which is recorded way back in the book of Genesis and uh, relates how Adam and Eve uh, created perfect, became rebellious, and uh, they turned against God, they disobeyed God, and they were disowned by God in a sense, they they were driven from the uh, uh, the Garden of Eden, and from that point onwards the human race has been in rebellion against God. And unless we understand that, we shall never understand many of the things that afflict our Uh, intellectual life and social life and political life today. Now, what has happened, of course, as a result of that, because human beings are intrinsically uh, religious, whoever they are, whatever they believe, there is a religious element in the human nature, Uh, because of that, they have found God substitutes, substitutes for God. The Bible calls them idols and um, I'd like just to read a couple of verses from Paul's letter to the Romans which sums it all up very well I think uh, I'm going to read from verse 20 of chapter 1 um, for since the creation of the world gods invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Paul is talking about ancient civilizations, but it's equally true of us today. Because although they knew God through the revelation of nature, that is, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened professing to be wise they become fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things well now <clears throat> that's a good description of the history of the human race in terms of replacing God by other things and the idols that human beings event to take the place of God. The things that God is replaced by vary from time to time, from generation to generation, culture to culture. Uh, When the Apostle Paul found in the city of Athens that there were virtually idols on every street corner, uh, they were not worshiping the same idols as, they were, as were worshipped in Old Testament times, and uh, we have our idols today. They're not they're not totem poles in our front gardens. Uh, they're not um, statues of gods on street corners, but our idols are just as real. We have to replace God by something. We have to worship something. We have to believe in something that's bigger than ourselves. That's the nature of human beings. And the theory of evolution is our modern idol, or one of them. And the encouraging thing is, of course, that idols rise and fall. They rise to dominance, they become uh, predominant in, in society, they become the focus of human Adoration and worship and, and, and pursuit, uh, but then they fade, something else takes over. And of course, we already see that happening with the theory of evolution, although it is, is, is as you say, being promoted vigorously by educational authorities and by governments. Uh, nevertheless, it is actually being replaced by uh, things like postmodernism where people say, well, there's no such thing as truth. There's no such thing as truth. Your truth is not my truth. What is true for you is not necessarily true for me. And truth, therefore, is something personal. It's, it's, it's in all in the mind. There is no objective truth. Well, of course, that undercuts all kinds of scientific endeavour, not just, not just the theory of evolution. But if there is no truth out there, then uh, the theory of evolution is just some uh, opinion that some people have and other people don't. So I think our task as Christians, and I, I'm speaking to Christians, I'm speaking as a Christian, is to continue to promote what I call the biblical worldview, and that's uh, something perhaps that we, we might talk about later, and uh, uh, just just demonstrate the fallibility of the gods of this world, uh, evolution being one of them. Uh, it, it's, it's quite ironic that uh, evolution, and by that I mean the molecules to man, common descent uh, type of evolution, uh, uh, that, that theory is being undermined by science now. And you won't find any experts who who now believe that the Darwinian model of uh, random mutations followed by natural selection is anything like adequate to explain the biosphere, the the, the world of living things that we have today. Molecular, um, Molecular genetics, molecular biology, has discovered that uh, that just doesn't work and all kinds of other ideas are being promoted. Anyway I've said enough probably on that one but I don't think we need to be discouraged uh, about that. I think the doctrine of creation will continue to be promoted and the realities of God continually to be uh, promoted uh, in a way that um, undermines the veracity of these God substitutes.